Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the D Minor Podcast. I'm your co-host, Stephen... <laughs> the cancer sign is a crab in 69, Johnson. And I'm Juan, the return of Quetzalcoatl, Romo. Well, that was a big word. That was a name word. Whoa! Okay, today we are talking about the best of times, the worst of times, the, the end, end of times. times. Cool. Cool. Anyway, so... Earlier today, I'm like, Steven, we need a theme. I want to do a themed episode. That's what I'm we like, did. What if the world just ended? And here we are. I brought over a few books. Steven has one of his own that I had at, at some point. But we're going to be talking about uh, theoretical ends of the world. What the fuck is the Aquarius sign? What? <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm looking at this. The Aquarius sign are two squiggles. Let me see. Look. Hell yeah. Why? This is related like because we're talking about like the alignments of the stars yeah. and the calendars <laughs> and the way the universe works. When the planets align, you will be a Capricorn. But like, I'm looking at him, okay? Taurus. Yep. He gets a pretty cool little medallion. Yeah. Okay? Cancer. Ha! 6'9". Yeah. Okay? Pisces. Oh, that looks like math to me. And then Aquarius is like two scribbles. Hell yeah. Badass. It's just water. Oh my god. Okay, well, I revoke. My uh my frustration I found out is just water. <laughs> this is related though. The, this is the alignment of the stars and stuff. <clears throat> and some people follow it very, very closely. To the That's point true. where they will sell and liquidate their assets because they're so sure the world is ending. When the Mayan calendar runs out. Indeed. I, I, honestly, I feel cheated and stolen from because the world's not ended. And I wish it had been. Maybe it has. In another timeline. And we've just the, switched timelines because it's the Mandela effect. God, I'm going to kill you. Then we're, then we're living in the worst timeline. <laughs> because the world's not ending? Yeah. The world's not over with. Okay. No, so what was I going to say? So the Mayan calendar. I have a book here. Yep. Excuse me if you hear a few pages. Lapping. It's the Everything Guide to 2012. Yeah, I bought this book when I was in like eighth grade. Yeah, a young boy, and I thought oh pre 2012. Yeah, yeah, I bought it before because I thought the world was gonna end. Uh-huh. I legitimately believed it. Yeah, because like it. I mean, the whole Mayan thing is like, oh, it makes sense. The yeah. world's gonna end. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> you have this um, book. Yeah, so I picked up this book a long time ago, and honestly, I haven't read it, so I don't really know what's in here. But, so here, I'm just going to very quickly go over what the author considered to be the most likely ways that the world would uh, go out. Of course. And and we'll we'll go over how likely we think that is. Zero. (laughs) It's 2019. (laughs) How likely it could have been. Okay. So, here it says, low probability catastrophic events. Really? Really? A world-ending event is low? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. So the first one it says is cometary impact. <clears throat> it says one of the one of the more likely major events in this far-reaching global impact would be the possibility that an Oort cloud preturber, whatever that turns out to be, sends more comets to the inner solar system. However, a cometary impact happening in exactly 2012 is very unlikely. Considering we know when they're coming, yeah. because we see space. It's true. And the thing about, like, 
I think it'd be really cool if we went out the same way the dinosaurs did. Oh, yeah, an asteroid to comet, yeah. Yeah, but what what would we do in the event of, like, an asteroid? Like, right now, <clears throat> if we were like, oh, an asteroid's coming over here, like, we'd just be fucked, right? Well, we, we would know millions of years in advance, first of all. But well, if We can't what, observe <clears throat> every... Uh, we can't observe every, like, celestial body in our well, solar we, system. So, okay, the thing is, there's, like, contingency plans, as far as I know. And most of them uh, involve some sort of nuking the asteroid to send it off course. I don't know how entirely true that is, but there are plans for that. Yeah. Um, the biggest one is just like, I don't know, figured out when, it, when that situation happens. Because we're going to know ahead of time. Because like, we're watching for that stuff. Right. And I'm pretty sure it's in the next few million years. There's one that's going to pass in between us and the moon. Oh, really? But it's not going to hit us. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the moon's far. Right. The moon is farther than Walmart. <laughs> That's pretty far. You can honestly. quote me. Yeah, like I've 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 never walked all the way to Walmart. That's pretty far. I haven't walked to the moon either. It must be the same distance. Please keep going. All right. Uh, apparently, that's the only my that's the only oh, okay. low probability one because it just so every, everything else is likely to happen in apparently. 2012. So this one says a major solar event, a major disruptive event, most likely to occur in 2012, is a mm-hmm. major solar flare coinciding with the peak of the sunspot cycle. Okay. Whatever that means. Okay. I kind of follow. So, that was... Wasn't that what happened in the movie 2012? Did you ever see the movie? Nope. I'm an adult. Oh. Well... I wasn't when it came honestly, out. Honestly, that movie's pretty cool. Like, it, that movie's incredibly silly and really stupid. Sharknado? Like, some of the scenes... Yeah. It's like that, honestly. But some of the now scenes are badass. I'm like, whoa! Like, there's one scene where, like... Literally, like, California is just like, all right, see you guys. And it just, the entirety of California just dips into the ocean. I remember my teachers being afraid of that movie. Really? Because they were afraid it was, like, a prophecy. I think it came out in 2012, didn't it? I have no idea. I just remember, so, like, I remember being a youngin' and, like, teachers saying, like, oh, don't go see the movie. It's, like, cursed. Like, they know what happens. (laughs) Like, they they know the end times. And, like, we can't go see it. No, but like the it's it's a it's honestly a pretty shit movie in terms of plot, but in terms of yeah, like action scenes, it's badass. I believe it. It's a good movie. I I remember seeing it when I was like in middle school. And I'm like, yes, yeah, badass. I watched oh, yeah. it multiple times. All right, so listen to this. You're gonna like this. Am I? No. Okay. The hole in the magnetosphere. The recently discovered changes to Earth's magnetosphere by NASA's Themis satellite will make our planet more vulnerable to incoming solar radiation. Instead of protecting our planet, the two large cracks in the magnetosphere found by the satellite could potentially accelerate the incoming flare. Okay, so, um, can I go? I don't like the phrasing of cracks. Nor magnetosphere. Um, that is like anti-scientific. Like, th- I think th- a lot of this book is not scientific. Really, really? The, the the world, the predicting the world ending on nothing more than some old people quit writing years. Yeah, I I always felt like the whole Mayan calendar thing was like either a they couldn't find a bigger rock. <laughs> yep. 
That's like, a good one. We, we're good. Or it's or, like, we're good? Yeah, like, when we get there, we'll make another. Right. We, we know when it'll run out. Yeah. It's like, do we really need past December 21st, 2012? No. We're good. We're cool. I don't think any mine was like, check it out. I'm going to stop counting at 2012. And some stupid white people are going to, like, lose their minds. They're going to think, like, a comet is going to break the magnetosphere or something. He's like, he's like, yeah, man, do that. That works. Uh, and, and here, under under the hole in the magnetosphere, it yep. says, uh, if the 2012 solar event were of a similar scale to the Carrington event, likely consequences would include... The shutdown of power grids worldwide, mm-hmm. disruption of all satellite communications, yep. computer hard disks, and other electronic storage media may be wiped. I don't know how that works. The internet may go offline. No, 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 no. If we're losing power everywhere, we're losing data everywhere, why is it likely that the internet will go down? <laughs> if you're saying everything that has an electronic pulse dead, the internet might be offline for a while. What I want to know is who... who the wrote fuck wrote that? Yeah. Yeah. Mark Healy. Listen, Mark Healy, the best thing you did was the fucking shoe thing. Okay? You should have stopped there. You can't be predicting the end of the world. You could put you could put fucking wheels in a shoe. Stop acting like you're, like, the Mayan god. I also feel like people... Over over exaggerate the concept of like mm-hmm. all power going out. Yeah, it's like would we really go extinct because like we didn't have power for a couple. A lot months? of things would would fail. I think right. it, it might be the dawn of a new era of like civilization. Right. <coughs> Even if it was only for a few hours, it could really affect things. Right. But but, but would we go extinct over? Yeah. It? Are you telling me the whole that if if the crack in the magnetosphere reaches the peak potential, and and we lose power and the internet might go down, that I will never be able to reproduce and spread my seed? If, I'm like, do I? Yeah, I'm gonna phrase it like that because he can't use terms like the magnetic like field. Yeah, his magnetosphere. Because a solar flare is going to disrupt the magnetosphere. See, magnetosphere sounds like a fucking comic book. It does. Okay, I can't. Because well, there's a character called Magneto. They are? So that's like his power bubble. Yeah, it's his Magneto hamster sphere. wheel. It's his hamster wheel. Is there anything else in that book we should discuss? No, everything else here is pretty boring. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it talks about like UFOs and like conspiracy theories, and I'm like, this book is dumb. So now that we've determined that the world is most certainly going to end on 2012. Yep. Okay. Guaranteed. There's no other possibility. Nope. What do we do when the time comes? I see two timelines. Magnetosphere breaks. It shatters. Yep. It falls to the earth. <laughs> I'm holding bits of the magnetosphere yeah. in my hand right now. Turn that O2 okay? into the O3. Then the timeline split. Either the magnetosphere messes with the psychology of humans, and it affects them in such a way that they become zombies. Or the internet may shut down. <laughs> And we yeah, should, be, and, then, and then I can't get on Pornhub for like yeah, a week. We should be prepared for either scenario. Which one would you like to start with? Our I plans. Wanna, I want to start with you know it, zombie apocalypse. Okay, so right here, <clears throat> I have Max Brooks, the Zombie Survival Guide. Yes, this book um, 
while not necessarily um, completely stupid, <laughs> is pretty it dumb. It has decent survival It tactics. has some pretty good things in here. If only... So I flipped a random page, and it's talking about the uh, the greatest place to do this. Acid, apart from fire. Sulfuric acid is the best way to completely destroy a zombie. Anyway, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of this. It's like poison, and it's like, zombies are probably immune to poison. No, so replace all zombies <clears throat> with commies. Yeah, here we go. As the commie's muscular system is basically that of a human, electricity <laughs> does have the ability to temporarily stun or paralyze its body. My favorite thing about this, though, <laughs> is that there's actually like like some good advice for a general apocalypse. Right, right. In like a shutdown of society. When um, the solar flares turn off the power. Yeah, there's some general rules, a collective response. Don't do things alone. Right. And in any case, humans, commies, zombies, whatever... I sorry. I just looked at a random phrase and it said "annihilating an undead army," and this could be a D and D campaign module. There's so much in this. So, Hell yeah. uh, oh, like keep discipline, be alert, use guides, have a base, have support, use daylight, plan your escape, let them come to you, like knock, be thorough, like all these things. Maintain communication. These aren't bad tips for a general apocalypse. The problem. <laughs> Is the rest of the book. Yeah. Where it's like, here are voodoo zombies. Be ready for them. Or my favorite part, because I there is a heavy, heavy, like, like presence of satire in this. Yeah. This, I don't know Max Brooks. I don't think Max Brooks is really like, I'm like writing the Bible too. <laughs> for when zombies come. The Bible part two. Yeah. So I don't think that's what he was going with this. But there's just some funny parts, which are not funny to some people where he talks about the fact that zombies have definitely already happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the government is suppressing them and stuff. Yeah. And, like, reading it, it's funny. It's less funny when you know there are human beings who follow this book. Like, it's the Bible, too. It is the Bible, too. Proven. Max, yeah. it's, it's Max Brooks. The best thing he did was make all the Brooks. And he should have stopped there. <laughs> I don't know. I think... Honestly, if there were a zombie apocalypse where mm-hmm. the magnetosphere fell down, got in our bloodstreams, yep. this is definitely a book I would take with me. Because while the advice specifically for zombies is probably pretty useless, the, the general survival things are good. Yeah. Um, I do have another thing over here, too. What are some of the luxury resources that you would want to take with you? On, like, a zombie apocalypse sort of thing. I can list a few if you want examples. Yeah, go ahead. Definitely going to bring a guitar. Okay, I see Because, like, I don't know. Like, uh, so I played the Walking Dead Telltale series mm-hmm. um, before Rip. Anyway, in the 400 days, like, I don't know, like, pre-sequel sort of thing, <laughs> um, to use Borderlands terms, there is just a guy who has a guitar. And, like, it... It improves the group morale so much. And obviously that's fiction, but so is everything zombies, except when the government hid them. Um, but I feel like a guitar would be good for my sanity and the sanity of a group. Right. And you're really going to shoot a guy with a guitar. Come on. Right. Like, that's the group bard. For real. You can't shoot the bard. I do bardic inspiration, yeah. so I don't know. I would bring that. And if I could bring, I don't know. Uh, let me think. 
like six books. Right. Okay. I would bring this book, Zombie Survival Guide. Yep. Everything Guide to 2012? No. (laughs) Most certainly not. I know what I need to know about the Magnetosphere already. So, Zombie Survival Guide, The Hobbit, the other three Lord of the Rings books, and The Silmarillion. Because there is so much that Tolkien wrote. Right. That you can just go through and keep reading it. And there's so much in there. So much lore. Yeah. I feel like if I were cowering from the undead magnetized beasts, Mm -hmm. that would be some good comfort things for me. Do you have anything like that? Um, I don't know. I think I've grown so attached to like Dungeons and Dragons and all that kind of stuff. I think I would bring like the player's handbook just like to have it. No, no, no. I'd bring Morgan Cannon's Tome of Foes. Shut up. Bring dice. Yeah, yeah, dice. Because you, like, you know the rules enough. Right. Even if you forget something, just make it up. Yeah. And like having dice, I think, would be, would be good. Yeah, I think a, a, a nice set of dice, or, or like even a, my bag, just a full of dice. Yeah. Just like a bag of dice. Like, I, I would definitely, I would bring like writing utensils. Mm-hmm. Like, like a box of like big pens and then like a thick ass notebook. Yeah. Because I like, I like to read and I like to write. Yeah. And I, and I do a lot of typing on my computer, but if I don't, if obviously if I can't type, I yeah, can write. Yeah, magnetosphere goes down, the internet may be down. The internet goes down. Yeah, the zombie apocalypse, the worst problem is the internet may be down. Yeah, it might be down. But you know what? Maybe Google can work on the servers and we can get it back soon. Mm-hmm. And I can get back on Pornhub. No, I would bring a, I would bring a flash drive copy of all of Pornhub. Got it. <laughs> no, no, I, I'd probably bring a book with me. Um, I'd bring multiple books with me, you know, be able to read. Um, I think that's really it. There's there's not a lot that I would carry. No, I'd, I'd carry as much explosive as I could. Got it. That's not at all what I was talking about. <laughs> what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? What would your survival strategy be? Uh, step one: read cover to cover the Silmarillion. No, um, uh, I don't know. My my big thing. First of all, don't go to Walmart. Don't go to no, any store like that because everyone else is going there. Exactly. Uh, the first thing I would do is start filling water bottles. Uh, just as many of them as I can. Right. Two liters, just fill them with water. Because you're going to need that. Um, right. <clears throat> not necessarily need to leave the house. Um, start packing into a car. Um, and pack up pack up my shit, like my, my guitar. Um, some extra, like, clothes. Not like, I got to bring my fucking vans. But, like, actual stuff like that. And um, probably just dip. Just leave. Um, we think, where do I want to go? Not. No, we get together and we go steal an RV. Fuck no, I'm not going with you. You are a <laughs> and monster. And you guys will find out in just a second. You know, yeah, we're going to find out why I'm not going with Juan. Um, I think I would go <clears throat> north. North? Because yeah, south cold. south would make them rot quicker. Yeah. In theory. But I don't like the heat. I would go somewhere in the middling regions of Canada. Right, where there aren't as many people. Exactly. Live, live out in my woods, while. fight the Bigfoot. Hell yeah. The man no, who killed befriend Hitler. The Bigfoot. Befriend the Bigfoot. The man who killed Hitler, survived the magnetosphere shattering, doesn't always have internet access, and befriended the Bigfoot. <laughs> the, new, the new Netflix special. Hell yeah. I'm excited. So here's what I would do in a zombie Please. apocalypse. I would hoard as much flammable... Yep. Liquids, mm-hmm. solids, yep. any explosive that I could get my hands on. I have with me a book called The Anarchist Cookbook. Sure do. 
and it is exactly what it sounds like. I have never, I would never ever use its contents unless we reached a point in society where there is maximum anarchy. Like the internet being down sometimes. Like the internet being down. Sometimes. Sometimes. No, I would use, I would use these contents to put myself in a place where there are no zombies and there are no people. It's just me. Just you? Yeah, just me. Um, I'm going to change my luxury items. Mm-hmm. Scratch the guitar. I want to print off every piece of Ringo Starr's art <laughs> in color and bring it with me. Hell yeah. If you haven't seen it, please go look it up. It is awful. Honestly, it's pretty fantastic. It is horrendous. It's what you think David Bowie dreams. <laughs> dreamt. Dreamt. Rest in peace. It looks like it looks like what you would imagine like the the night terrors of like some of like a schizophrenic. Yeah, a schizophrenic. Okay. Well, that's the that's the zombie side of this reality. Right. The other one, the scarier one, the darkest timeline. The magnetosphere shatters and the internet's down for 3 hours. What do we do then? I think that happens on a daily basis in my house. Yep. Sounds like a plan. See, so yeah, I'll, I'll fucking I'll take a nap, wake yeah, up. Yeah, I will uh, take a walk. I will write something with pen and paper. Hell yeah! And that's it. It's I'm it. so glad that what's his fucking name? Max Healy's Mark Healy. Mark Healy. Ooh, I'm so glad that you've warned me. The internet may go down in the yeah. event the magnetosphere crumbles. It might go down. Now, I want to talk about other types of, of potentially world-wiping events, if you don't yep. mind. How, how would you react? What would you do in an alien invasion? Imagine, uh, like, where? War of the Worlds. Uh, war of the Worlds style? Yeah. I'd start coughing on aliens, because that's how War of the Worlds ended. <laughs> Is that really how that works? There, Yeah, there was, like, a, a bacteria that they like the Martians weren't, like, able to handle, and it just, like, ate them. <laughs> and they died. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, not that. They don't die like that. And not Shit. like not like signs where you can get them wet and they die. Um, almost like uh, oh, the sun disappeared or whatever it's called, the Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, where yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I do. I think depending on the, si- the situation, is it happening in the area around me? Let's imagine. So aliens are attacking the world. They'd probably go for like a like a, an important place to attack. We're pretty far from anywhere important, yeah. I'd say. Chicago's like the closest. They're going to attack, like, Chicago, D.C., mm-hmm. like, San Francisco or something. So it's, like, honestly, like, mm-hmm. other than the internet might go down. Maybe. Maybe they'll keep it up for us. Um, <laughs> probably the same thing. Grab my shit and go to Canada in the middle of the woods. They're right. going to find me there. And if yeah. I do, then I'm fucked. Okay. Now, how about uh, a robot uprising? <laughs> I'd... I'd the same thing I do with getting cyberbullied. I close my laptop. <laughs> All my in that situation, the internet wouldn't go down. It would stay up, dude. Mark Healy lied. Would be the villain. Mark Healy lied to me. No, I mean I would just like, I'd probably go on Twitter and like, just unplug something. <laughs> Fuck, it's not that hard. No, it's, it's EMPDC like... or something. <laughs> well, no, it's like like Skynet, like like Terminator, oh. like there's robots and they just murder everyone. Then, I, mean, I don't know. I just hang out in a swimming pool. <laughs> they couldn't shoot bullets into a swimming pool. Nah, dude, they're robots. I don't like water. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know where there's a lot of water? It's it's a little it's a little solid. But you can go to Canada. 
That's true. I can hang out on the Great Lakes. Hell yeah. I could live on an island in Lake Michigan that I made out of trash. I think as we discuss this further, I'm starting to realize if there's an apocalypse, just go to Canada. For real. Uh, wait, hang on. If there's an apocalypse, go south, away from Canada. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. I'm yeah. winking. No, the, the zombies rot faster in the south. That's true. I rot faster in the south. It's awful. <laughs> the living, I'm from the there. The living rot faster. No, go to Florida. And the alligators. There already are zombies there. They're called old white people. No, but then the alligators. Their, their name are like like Gaylord and Harrison. Imagine imagine amassing an army of alligators to fight the zombie. What apocalypse. do you mean by that? You think you can just train all the zombies or train all the alligators to eat zombies? Sure, I can. Huh? Hell yeah! You never trained an alligator before. I just finished my surge. No, I've never trained an alligator before. Neither of you. Yes, I have. Sure, I have. Oh, my goodness. Surely. You are a Mexican no. man living in northeast Indiana. You probably haven't seen an alligator. Sure, I have. I've seen them on YouTube. I've seen them in the zoo. I've seen them in the zoo. Yeah, I've seen one in person. Okay. Have you ever held a lizard? Yeah, I actually There's have. not enough going on in there to train. Listen. Okay, we know. What if I establish myself as one of them? No, stop. What, do you mean just, like, quit lotioning yourself and getting all scaly and writhing around? Listen, okay? We know humans are stupid. Dogs, not not really smart. Hamsters, pretty dumb. Mice, pretty smart. Guinea pigs, pretty dumb. Okay? A guinea pig is like Stephen Hawking <laughs> compared to the smartest lizard in the world. They're, like, they are primal. There is no training. It's, are you food? And you're like, no. And they're like... I'm not convinced. <laughs> That's the closest you can get to training one. Steven, I think you're just a hater. Oh, what? I'm a hater? These things don't have enough, like, higher function to, like, be trained? Like, me good. Rotting zombie. Bad. Yeah. Whoa, my... Look, it, what, apes together it's strong. It's meat, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's meat, but you're going to get eaten, too. How are they going to tell the difference? Much less care. Because I'm I'm not... Listen, the zombies aren't actively avoiding them. I am. So they're going to be like, that's easy meat. So how are you going to train them by avoiding them? You're just going to let them out? Is that what you mean by training an army? Is letting out the alligators? <laughs> no, yeah. What I meant is I'm going to capture a thousand alligators and then let them loose in a wave of alligators. Juan, I have seen you break a sweat... From sitting in September weather. How are you going to tell me you're going to the fucking Everglades? <laughs> where alligators live. One, there is not a dry thing in that region of Florida. It is wet. And I mean wet with, with three H's. Wet. What if okay? I took all no, of my stop alligators it. Stop it. to Canada? Yes, because they're, they're they're cold blooded. That's true. They work better when it's cold. Exactly. <laughs> they they're machines. No, Steven, That's how we stop the the machine uprising. Uh, is by making alligators that kill machines. How they like meat? You said meat. They're water creatures, oh. and and metal man don't like water. Um. Well, they just make a robot alligator. Shit. That's true. Well, they can't be in water. Can't be in the water. <laughs> it's not really an alligator. Checkmate, Magnetosphere. Yeah, checkmate, Magnetosphere. We won. Do you have any other uh, situations? Um, I wanted to talk about a little bit, see how much you know about Y2K. Um, well, you know anything I wasn't that. alive, but I, I know a little bit about it, and I know that I can pretty safely say 
were I alive and cognitive, I would have said, and I quote, what? <laughs> no. Are you an idiot? <laughs> what What was up with Y2K? I, I honestly don't know like what caused the panic. So it was the turnover, obviously, from 1999 mm-hmm. to 2000. People were afraid that the computers wouldn't know how to calculate the time. And some people, just more, more sane, thought that this would, like, break, like, machines at, like, the stock market. Right. Or, like, uh, airplane terminal stuff. Mm -hmm. The dumber people thought the machines would gain sentience because they had to learn how to calculate this new time and then would amass an army. So, like, Skynet. Yeah, but because it became a new year. Oh. Yeah. I really thought, my first thought with Y2K was like, oh, the turn of the century, it means the planets will align and everyone will die or something. But really it was just like, no time count. Yeah, as far as, far as I know, it's all about the computers like turning over to a new time. That's incredibly silly. It's it's asinine. Okay, so here's, here's the other thing. So the way like electronics work, uh, you can have integer overflows and underflows. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a, a number that's too big, it will flow over and become a negative number. Right. If it, if it can't process it in time. And so they were worried that, like, it would overflow and, like, drop back to, like, 1976. <laughs> where, like, where like the, the computer time stuff started counting or whatever. No, so, and so like, they, they act as if, if that were to happen, it would do anything but, like, huh, I'll just update my computer. It goes back to it goes back to the seventies, and then everyone starts acting like it's the seventies again. Like, oh my! Wait a minute, my my computer, my big dumb fucking computer says it's nineteen seventy six. Bust out the bell bottoms, baby! We're discoded. <laughs> I feel like I'm twenty again. <gasps> I'm aging backwards. My hair is ungraying, all because the computer says it's nineteen seventy six, even though I literally stayed up to watch the ball drop. That's awesome. Fools. That's so funny. That's so funny. That's a thing. I remember my parents were telling me about how they went, because people were freaking out and they didn't know why, because like the language barrier. Like my dad was like, <laughs> yeah. my dad was like, well, everyone thinks the world's going to end. So I guess we're going to get like some water and like some canned food. And like they didn't, they didn't buy too far into it, but they got a little bit and they're like, oh, just in case. And then nothing happened. And he's like, I wasn't really surprised. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia page for... Y2K. It's called the Millennium Bug and stuff. Hell yeah. People are super worried about it. <laughs> I don't... I have no idea. I, this is... This is insane. This is madness. I have no idea. This is ridiculous. Do you have anything else? <laughs> that's all I've got here. <sighs> well, that's what you should call it then. Right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the D-Minor Podcast. I have been Stephen Max Brooks and Mark Healy's Johnson. And I'm Juan Pyromaniac Romo. Wait, 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 wait. I've been Stephen Magnetosphere Johnson. <laughs> okay. I've been Juan Pyromaniac Romo. Okay, leave all, leave all of them in. Okay, <laughs> thank, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Josie. Oh, wait a minute. This can come in at the end. We passed 100 listens, and it's been great. And we if, did it. If you support us, which we you love probably you. do because you're listening to I'm this. i visit you in your sleep. Okay. 
uh, Juan's gonna visit you in your sleep. It's a promise. Yeah, no, if you don't, if you don't like and share this video, I'm gonna show up in your room at 3 a.m. Uh, okay, I'm gonna like and share the video. Uh, thanks, thanks everybody for listening.